If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I don't know why, but they told me that I'm supposed to bring in cat today. I don't understand. Do we know why? Why doesn't anybody talk to me anymore? It's like, it's like, oh, it has to do this. Oh, it has to do that. Fine, anyway, I'm just gonna leave, leave my cat. No, Tassie, don't go. She is turning into yeah, she's a little bit of a diva. Well, I do appreciate her bring, bringing the cat by today. We'll f- find out a little bit more about that here in a bit. Well, welcome. Welcome. How's your to Christmas going? The next episode of the Shoe the Dough Show. Yeah, um, shoeing another dope. Although I am corrected frequently on saying Shoe the Dough Show. Right, you shouldn't say Shoe the Dough Show. Because it's that's repetitive. It, that, that is. Means it's do the show show. Right. Is what it turns into. Right. So I've got to retrain myself to stop mm-hmm. saying that. It's just shoe the dough. You asked me how I was. I just skipped right over it. Yeah. How's your Christmas going? Um, good. I mean. <laughs> you sound unsure. I am unsure. There's part of me that wants to be honest about it right now. So uh-huh. I'm going to be. Cool. Like totally unprepared this year. Yeah. Me you, too. You talked about this on the radio earlier. Mm-hmm. The first year in many years, we just barely got our tree up. That's it. So we don't, we don't really have a lot of prep. Mm-hmm. It's not really snowy. It doesn't feel like Christmas. And yesterday I got home and got on my laptop to begin Christmas shopping <laughs> at 7 p.m. It may be a little bit late to order off the internet. Well, that's what I had to do. It wasn't just like, oh, this is a great Christmas idea. It uh-huh. was, and then check the fine print to see if it would actually be able to get here on time. And what would the fine print say? There was only one thing I could purchase and they were like these really expensive opal rings for like <laughs> 70 bucks. I'm like, I can't do that. Opal rings for everyone. <laughs> I wish I could afford a $70 gift for everybody. Uh- I had to like categorize everybody like immediate family in column A. Close friends, column B, mm-hmm. leftovers, but people I still <laughs> right. want to honor with right. something, column C, Yeah, take budget, and then try to figure out how to divide it accordingly and figure out what we could do. Wow, that's that's really kind. I, we just have one column, and that column is we have to get our kids something. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> it's the only column we have this year. Children column. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there are kids. I think we're supposed to get them something for Christmas. Uh, other than that, we just we just haven't gotten anything for anybody. Well, don't feel bad about that. I, th- I, mean, I, I do it, kind of feel bad about it, but you there, know. there are seasons where, like, I maybe will eventually get to the point where I'm super prepared, mm-hmm. but that is not the case again this year. I think the closest I came to being prepared was last year, where we had everything ordered and came in, and we had it wrapped by Christmas. Yeah. That was good. We're usually pretty prepared. We usually have stuff, you know, under the tree and everything, and ready to go. And just this year has. And plus, a lot of it has to do with my boys now are just kind of like, what do you want for Christmas? Eh, I don't care. Whatever. Well, they don't care. Do they really mean that? I think they, I, they're just content kids, I guess, right now, which it hasn't always been that way. So I guess I should be celebrating, but you know, <laughs> it's like. They're not asking for anything. No, they have no specific requests. So what are you going to do? I mean, they might be listening live, so maybe you shouldn't say anything. I don't know what I'm going to do. Wait, they're at school, right? They, they are supposed to be at school. Okay. So, so they shouldn't just... they shouldn't be listening. But I'm I think we've got a trip planned tonight to just go out and grab them a few things and get it under the tree at the last Here, second. And a fuzzy sock. <laughs> Have a battery. You didn't ask for anything specific, so underwear and socks, man. That's that's what's coming. You should get them batteries this year. <laughs> that would be an amazing gift for them because they have so many devices and they run out of batteries. That's not a bad idea. Thank you. I maybe get them each an individual like battery charger. 
and then individual it rechargeable like batteries, gold. and then they they have to write their name on their own batteries. <laughs> That would be hilarious and amazing. Because they fight. Of all the things they fight over, it's AA batteries because they go in the video game controllers. Yeah. They were, one of them was coming down into the studio and getting batteries mm -hmm. for a little bit there. And yeah. I pulled out the drawer where we keep all of our stuff and there was like 20 some batteries gone. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Aaron, did you like need batteries for something? Because they're just, like gone. Nope, one of my kids stole them. And immediately you're like, mm-hmm, yeah. So maybe it'd be kind of fun, because then you could, you know, give them what they want. That's a great idea. Batteries for Christmas. For everyone. Hey, if they're practical children, which it seems like they are, uh -huh. maybe that and bacon. Nice. You know, they seem to be excited about bacon. Bacon-wrapped uh, batteries. Those who uh, know, because we were following on social media and banned, which we are in band all the time. Um, we went on our studio DNA retreat this last weekend. Yeah, we did. And when we returned from that, we had strips of bacon. <laughs> and when the children came down to say hello to you, I was like, would you like a slice of bacon? And they were all like, yes. They're very excited about that. So batteries and bacon for Christmas sounds like a great idea. Uh, I, I love it. I love it very much. Were well, you ready to shoe a dough? I am so ready to shoe a okay, dough. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a random tandem today, a Christmas edition. Now, as you know, as you likely know, uh, if you're a fan of uh, listening live on Mixler or listening later in your podcast feed, random tandems are the most terrifying episodes for me because they involve little to no prep. And that is where I accelerate. We just... I mean, excel. <laughs> Why isn't accelerate spelled E-X? Accelerate. Are we really going to have the conversation I, about that's a great, be a our great language word. and how messed up it is? Accelerate. There are so many words that are just weirdly put together because kind of that's the same thing right excel is to be good at something accelerate is to go faster well is go faster necessarily good i don't know that's assuming that fast is better now we've learned something from the tortoise and the hare <laughs> good slow and steady we do nice want to we do want to thank those who are listening live on mixler um obviously you can catch the show in your podcast feed it's free show we're glad to do this for you um and in the chat i just want to do a little Shout out to a couple people who are in. We've got the BDG H2 yeah. and our friend who I lovingly refer to as the Texan <laughs> who found us on Periscope back yeah. when we were in uh, Disney. Jason, right? Jason. Mm -hmm. So Jason hanging out with us in the chat as well. If you want to hang out again, it's just Mixler. Uh, you can download the app and it'll give you a little notification every time we go live. Or if you're listening and you haven't signed into Mixler, that's how we see you in the chat as if you sign into Mixler. Right, correct. You can listen through Mixler and still not sign into the chat. And, and we that's are going to well. be asking those who are live to participate today. That's the other part about the random tandem, right? Is we depend on you for a lot of the suggestions. A lot of the stuff that happens um, is going to happen because... You make it happen. So that's kind of where a lot of this goes. Yeah. Uh, anything you want us to chat about? If mm -hmm. you like, um, have seen something happening in the news and you want us to throw in our opinion on it, uh, we've played games in the past. This is our most relaxed show that mm -hmm. we do. Now, on Shoe the Dough podcast, we have different segments that pop up from time to time, interviews, various things like that. But the random tandem is definitely the one that... Has no safety net. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. It's like walking on a wire with no safety net. We, we don't should have change a plan. it from random tandem to be no net. There you go. The netless show. No net. Well, then people would think it wasn't on the internet, and they'd have to come listen to it live. It's true. So I think we'll it's leave true. the net. Does anybody call the internet the net anymore? I call it the interwebs. The World Wide Web. No. 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 Mm, I can't think of anybody. What do we call it now? The internet. I call it the internet. That's yeah. it. Because yeah. that's what it is. That is actually <laughs> indeed what it is, Aaron. The No, no, no. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. Is that, is that what we can call it now? <laughs> hey, guys. I've been surfing on the. <laughs> Found some cool stuff over at colon slash slash. Uh, we have a request to chat our thoughts on poor Steve Harvey. Let's do it. Let's talk about Miss Universe. Thank you for throwing our first topic at us. Um, I I think I, the first thing when I heard this was, is it set up? Is it because nobody would be talking about Miss Universe today if it three days after Steve it Harvey. airs, if it wasn't for the big mistake? If you haven't heard, by the way, Steve Harvey announced the wrong winner. Of Miss Universe. Of Miss Universe. After, they crowned her in everything. Yeah, crowned the the quote unquote winner. And then he came back out on stage 
I guess, and said something like, because I haven't, I haven't watched it. I, I cringe. I don't want to see it in a way. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it'd be really awkward. Well, of course it's awkward. But you know this what? It means a lot to those girls. Those women who co- compete, uh-huh. they are like the best at the fake smile through it no matter what. Right. So, you know. This was like the truest is, test yeah. of their skill. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was the <laughs> final competition. <laughs> just to see the reactions. <laughs> And then they announce the real winner. So you do the fake winner. But you know, you I do find winner. it interesting. You might not know this about Aaron. He is a skeptic. I am a skeptic. Anytime that something pops up, you know, there's always that, is this real? Which I think is fantastic because I have been extremely gullible mm-hmm. most of my life. And I do Snopes some things. Like some things I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's for sure not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But until we started working together, I didn't, I hardly ever you know, I just immediately assumed people would tell one the truth. One of the first things stuff. you brought me was a video of the I, dog. That's the one I was thinking of. What picked it up? It was, was the was it, it like a drone or was it a bird or something? Or I felt like it got picked up by something and and flown away. Yeah, there was some some kind of a video, and I was like, "Have you seen this?" And like, and Aaron's like, "That is fake." <laughs> and I, I felt a little crushed because I had invested in motion. And then the next thing was about another animal, but this one was one of the stories where the dog, like, you know, sits by the graveside of the mm. owner who passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. It's like this heartfelt, emotional story. And I asked you this time, I was like, do you think this one's fake? And you're like, yeah, I think it's fake. Yeah. And I was crushed. I And that's part of the hard part of being a skeptic, too, is... Adeb says an eagle. It was the eagle. It was the eagle. Yes, yes. That's yep. what it was. It was like four years ago and it was making its rounds. And uh, but that's part of the hard part about being a skeptic, too, is you don't want to like you don't want to stomp all over people's excitement about stuff. No, you know, it's well, we we actually talked about it on the radio at one point, too, about do these stories still even if they're not real, like the dog staying by the graveside. Mm-hmm. Is it is it OK that you're still feel, feeling real emotion? Just because there's a truth there you connect to. I still feel betrayed. Well, y- Sure. I get that. But now I feel betrayed all the time because now I've got Photoshop problems. <laughs> okay, Photoshop not now. Problems. Not now. It's been a problem for a long time before the internet. Well, I except mean, for everybody is really good at it now. Right? Yeah. It is really hard to tell. In fact, there was something that crossed my newsfeed today. It was like, you know, 10 photos you won't believe are Photoshopped. Mm-hmm. And the very first one was a whole bunch of people standing at the beach and there's like this wave that's kind of rolling in and there's a gigantic whale. It's yeah. like doing a backflip over the over the wave. Uh-huh. And I was like, I would even know that one was photoshopped. <laughs> but not several years ago. Several years ago, I would have. So it's about, interesting to me. How about 10 clickbait headlines that you'll <laughs> never believe are real? How can we do that one? <laughs> clickbait. Oh. But when you said that Steve Harvey, you thought that he, like it was a, like a setup or it was like he he did it on purpose. I would have never thought of that. I would, I immediately assumed this was a genuine mistake that he read first runner up right and just well ask me what i believe goofed ask me what i believe no i i believe i just want you to sit in silence i believe that was (laughs) you don't have to play long i believe (laughs) i believe that it was an accident that is what i believe Mm -hmm. but i would not be surprised to find out he did it on purpose i don't think the the miss universe did it on purpose that way from everything i can tell like he had a a card that had the right information on it Mm -hmm. but he is smart enough and funny enough and an interesting person enough to do that on purpose to get some attention, even if it looks quote unquote bad on him. Do you think he do you think he comes away from that looking bad? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, because he's the I face don't. of it, but I, I don't. I don't I don't know. Knowing him and his personality, I think he comes away from it just kind of laughing it off. I hope so. I know I know he feels bad. Oh, of course. Well, and you know what he feels extra bad for is that he went to Twitter to apologize and misspelled their <laughs> names and or their countries on his first tweet and then he had to delete it and take it down and redo it again Uh, it was just a bad night again on purpose probably (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but chalk it up to a human error that was the whole thing is like this is a live show this is what happens and you know we do a live show we know the same thing can happen no all kinds of things can happen show everything runs smoothly all the time watching through all of the chats um megan says that she would have taken the crown and ran (laughs) which could have been i would love to see that i would love to see a a miss Miss universe pageant person Uh just completely lose all composure and just take it and run here are the new rules for miss universe (laughs) in a gown you ready here are the new rules (laughs) when the winner is announced because of the mistake this year from here on out when the winner is announced in miss universe there is a five minute period 
that is king of the mountain, no holds barred. If you can get that crown and put it on your head, you get to be Miss Universe. What you've just done <laughs> is merge WWE. Yes. <laughs> with with the pageant community. Yes. And I, for one, am okay with that. Right? I'm, this could be entertaining. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, JM says, I saw a photo of the card and he could see how it was misread. Yes. Apparently it was confusing. Yeah, it was. I've seen that as well. I missed the card. It was a horribly designed card. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, Adub is saying that Miss Columbia is suing for emotional distress. Is that for real? I, it, why not? I mean, for real. Why not? Biggest day of her life. See, look at me. See what I just did? Is mm-hmm. that for I'm questioning what I have heard. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Thank you. Glad to be your, your Jedi, young Padawan. <sighs> so uh, she is in the biggest moment of her life, right? Right? There's nothing bigger for her than this. And she thinks she's won. And to go from that jubilation to the depths of despair, I think she could sue for emotional distress. I've actually had an experience just this week, just like this, just like this. Your husband, we went on our DNA retreat, right? Your husband heard that I liked Fig Newtons, right? He did. So he comes back from the grocery store, says, Aaron, I bought you Fig Newtons. Aaron. Justin. Let me, let me. You are the best. Let me express what happened. Now, this is all in my imagination, of course, but gauging after your reaction, mm-hmm. you leap from the couch. Yes. And do some sort of ballerina twirl. Cartwheels. Leap over the couch. Fireworks coming from my ears. Land. Extend your arms open to receive the gift of mm. the Newton of the fig. I love Fig Newtons. Love them. And, and I, th- I thought I was the only person in the world who loves Fig Newtons. So many people don't enjoy them, right? You're getting love in the chat already. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I love these things. He comes home. He's like, yeah, the strawberry kind. <laughs> Which is not a fig. That is not a fig, Newton. <laughs> that is a fruit, Newton. <laughs> strawberry flavor. From the, uh. from the heights of jubilation. To the depths of despair. I just love how you. So I am now suing Justin Justin for emotional emotional, emotional distress. Yeah, yeah. It had to be very similar to that, right? It was mentioned in the chat that it was an assumption that she was going to sue. So I don't think it's actually like official news or anything. Again, but it is an interesting thing to be crossing over. Is to see all of these things, and you know what? It makes me feel like, and um, I think I saw. Dicer mom earlier mentioned mm-hmm. why would she do this to herself? Or why would he do Steve Harvey do this to himself? I I feel really bad for him because you I I feel like if it was me I would be mortified. But not Steve Harvey. Yeah. I don't. I think he he listen. He sees things very lightheartedly, and I don't think he takes Miss Universe seriously. I think he's really uh, playing like he does right yeah. now. But I think it's something fun, a paycheck, it, something fun he does. It makes me and, think of the times, like times when I've been super embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've had embarrassing moments or, you sure. know, like just stuff like that. Yeah. Namely the time that I tucked my skirt into my underwear and walked <laughs> to the front of the class when I was in the fourth grade. Because my name started with a B and my last name started with a B. So I was in the front line. You mm-hmm. know, so you don't know. And I didn't know that I had like a totally open <laughs> backside. <laughs> Until I sat down in the chair and felt the coolness of the seat. The cold chair on your yeah, legs? Yeah, and I was like, that's different. And then I reached back. And as I reached back, I kind of like look over my shoulder a little bit because there's a lot of untucking that has to happen. Uh-huh. And people are smirking and, and well, laughing. Well, of course. Yes. That was a horrible year. I've never had that Fourth experience. grade year was the worst year ever. The most humiliated I've ever been uh, is just like athletic fails. Like when, for instance, uh, I've performed quite a bit, you know, with different groups. I have an improv group, that kind of thing. And uh, I tried to leap up onto the stage instead of take the stairs. And I I just, I didn't make it. So I tried a second time and I didn't make it. And then I just had to like hang my head and just go, you know, walk up the stairs. That's embarrassing. I saw a polar bear do that today. (laughs) On one of the random videos I watched, polar bear was trying to jump up to a ledge. At least it wasn't a whale. I appreciate that. What? I appreciate. I'm not saying. No, I just saw it. I'm not Uh trying to compare you to a polar bear. I saw a swine try the same thing. (laughs) Uh, It was pretty funny. Yeah. It was like the whole like leap 
arms got to the top of the ledge that and was the body it. like slams in. That, that was it. And then it. just like the slide that down. That was it. That is what happened. <laughs> I'm telling it's you. It's like you were there. I <laughs> just saw it on the internet. You know what? I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to post it. You do that. Because I want everyone to see what happened. All right. Uh, if you got anything else you want us to chat about, uh, make sure you throw it in the chat. We're always open to suggestions. Um, I did want to mention just briefly, we also do a pop culture podcast called Sift Pop, um, which uh, will be on hiatus here until the new year when we kind of launch the uh, the podcasts in their own feeds and everything. But um, I did want to chat a little bit about the response to Star Wars, because I think I knew people were excited about this movie and it was going to you know, be big. I didn't realize it was going to be this big. Like it has broken every single record by far mm-hmm. money wise. Yeah. It is all I see in, you know, my feeds. I am thinking if you are not a Star Wars fan right now, like well, how are you feeling? Like what are you I mean, do you just feel like the whole world is jumping noticed, up and down about something that you don't care about, you I know? I noticed that like in the band chat that as people are going, first of all, Caleb who's regularly in the, the band chat and he's one of the mm-hmm. he's the guy that drove for those of you who don't know he's the guy that drove like three hours to see our live show last yeah, month we love caleb he's seen it three times already yeah and i've seen it twice and then there's people who are seeing it for the first time and they'll post that they loved it you know and then you want to chat about it but you don't want anyone to get spoiled on it i yeah. think i i i'm thankful that we have this sort of like epic movie experience because it just feels like it's just a really, it's I don't just know. So, it's, it's just deserved? so well done. Yeah, that's the you other know? thing. That's the thing about it. And the reason I think so many people are, are jumping on board is because it's deserved. The movie is really, really good. And the only major complaint I'm hearing uh, from people, uh, my wife works with somebody who didn't like it. First person I've heard of who watched it and didn't like it. She's fired, by the way. And <laughs> and the complaint is a is a valid one if you allow it to distract you, which is it's the same movie as A New Hope. It is the same movie as, as episode four in so many ways. And I think actually, you know, people in our chat have, have mentioned that as well. But I don't see that as a problem. I see that as like an honoring of that film or an echo of, you know, kind of those themes. It's not exactly the same. It's just structured so similarly with a lot of the same themes and and uh, same kind of character developments and those kind of things, which I loved. I thought that was great. But I can see how that might distract you if... If you went and you're like, I've already seen this before. You know? I just love how it's making its way into so much of our everyday lives. You know, like you said, it's popping up in your feeds and mm-hmm. some conversations and here and there. And H2 just mentioned that uh, on the freeway, they have uh, signs that usually say, you know, be careful, don't drive mm-hmm. drunk, buckle yeah, yeah. up. And now it says, trust the force, but always buckle up. Yeah. On the side. That's how it is in Missouri, too. Yeah, we've seen those as well. Yeah, it's like you, uh, uh, something like know the difference or like their light and dark side mm-hmm. like the dark side doesn't buckle up or something like that uses their cell text while driving or something yeah, yeah. so that was really fun uh, a question or a comment that came up in the chat too was uh trying to decide whether or not to take girls with them to see the movie i would recommend absolutely taking girls um this movie has a fantastic female character that no matter what age i think is a is a great oh, person you, to watch your girls are gonna love and ray yeah. And um, the violence is really PG. Like, even though it's PG-13, we talked about this on our podcast prop uh, for Sif Pop, that the, it doesn't feel like a PG-13 in a bad way. It actually feels like it should have been rated PG. So it it's, it's a very clean I, movie in that way. So. I mean, I guess I get some of the intensity is, is intense, but I've seen so many PG movies that, you know, were, you know, uh, around that, maybe even worse than that. And still were PGs. I don't understand why it's a PG thirteen. I'm trying to think back. I, I don't even think there was hardly any blood at all. There was the there violence was happens very, off screen. Very, very little blood. Very, yeah. very, very little blood. So, and that's the only thing. Like, there's you know, no innuendo or language or no, it's great. Any of that stuff that you know, it's a really clean you worry movie. about with your kids. So, yeah, I think your your girls are are really going to enjoy Ray and in, in the movie. So, I love Ray. Ray is now the background of my my wallpaper on my phone. That's how much I love Ray. She is now my phone paper. Also, you can't see it, but Danae has a, you know, a bow staff with her today. <laughs> wearing a Bedouin robe. Uh, okay, that reminds me of the story since we're doing random tandem. Okay. Bow staff. So I have a... This is how random tandem works, by the way. Yes. You just jump off stories to a new topic and or whatever. Any topic you guys want us to talk yep. about, it's either in the news, not in the news, whatever. Just toss it in the chat and we'll we'll take a, take a stab at it. 
So I have a house guest staying with me right now. And uh, she was in my room with me and we were um, going through some of my stuff. And my foam nunchucks like fell out. You have foam nunchucks. nunchucks. Yes, I do. For much of my life, by the way, I thought they were numchucks no. with an M. But no, it's, but it's like... none with an N. No, 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 yeah. it is. You're right. I'm just saying I just recently yeah, learned nunchucks. this. Yeah, nunchucks. Yeah. Like, like. Nunchucks. <laughs> What? What just happened? <laughs> Did you just That's the original to... language. <laughs> Nonchakas. Nonchakas. Really? Yeah. Are you doing this for real right yeah, now? Yeah. Because like I heard, you know up, how I know that? If we pulled up Google Translate and hit play. Yes. That's what it would sound like? Probably not exactly. But but I know this oh. because, you ready for why I know this? And then I'll let you get back to your story. Because mm-hmm. again, random I'm ready. I'm ready. Because when the Wii came out, it came with an additional controller called... Nunchucks. The Nunchuck. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched the press release of the Nintendo, you know, release or whatever in Japanese. And he just kept saying, Nunchuckas. <laughs> nunchuckas. Nunchuckas. And I was like, is that Nunchucks? Well, she, I got made fun of. She made, she was like making fun of me a little bit. She's kind of poking at me. Yeah. Which I love her. We've been each other for a long time. She has absolutely all reason to want to, like who, who wouldn't say something about seeing, you know, foam Nunchucks fall. And, and. They are yellow. They're bright yellow with little black handles around the base. But here's why I have them, because I used to study the art of nunchuckery. You are <laughs> nunchuckery. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm like, a wonderful nunchuckist. I am a nunchuckist. <laughs> I can nun the chuck. Wait, that doesn't sound very no, good. Yep. No. Rewind. No. Erase. <laughs> That That's happened. amazing. Nunchuckery. Yeah. Then then I attempted to prove to her that I was a nunchuck artist. And this is, re- you know, like this is why they're foam, people. Uh-huh. Because they hurt if you're if they're real. They can hurt if they're foam. They can hurt if they're foam. Those things get moving. Mm-hmm. That's That was part of the appeal of a weapon like that with the, you know, the it's kind of like a whip combined with a rod, you know? I mean, it's... It's it, amazing. Yeah. They're fantastic. So are you good with them? I mean, compared to you, absolutely. <laughs> you don't know me. I could be a good nunchuckist. You I have no idea. It. I love it. There's a there's a part about nunchucks. You know, you have to like toss. You're supposed to like bend your arm ninety degrees and then just sort of like lob your wrist backwards over your shoulder. Okay. And then the other nunchuck, you know, follows the line and it drops down behind your shoulder, and you're supposed to be able to, you know, catch it. Basically, underneath your arm, right by your yeah, side. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've seen it in the movies, but when you do it yourself, it's crazy. Do you hit your back a lot? Like, but you... it doesn't hurt because they're foam. But what if they were real? See, that's why you that's practice why, with foam. That's why I have don't have real ones. Okay. Because even though I am a nunchuckist, <laughs> I um, an excellent nunchuckist. I am, I am an excellent foam nunchuckist. Good. Yeah. Good. I would recommend those for Christmas gifts. What do you think? Foam nunchucks? Yeah, for your boys. No. Is that a terrible idea? That is an awful idea. Why? They don't need more reasons to hit each other. <laughs> like, that is not <laughs> among the things I'm looking for in a Christmas gift. More reasons to fight is not one of them. <sighs> yeah, oh, weapons in general, man. I uh, Nerf guns about as far as we go. Like, you get, you get into those physical swords and nunchucks and they can, the, the they foam can... wears off <laughs> eventually. Well, they're not they're not real nunchucks surrounded in foam. Completely foam. They're completely foam. There has to be something to give them the weight to move around. Well, it's heavier foam. Okay. You know, it's not like packing peanuts foam. My kids eventually would just have the little chain that connects them and just be thwapping each other with the little chain in the middle. That's what they would end up doing. Question that came up in chat from our friend, the Texan. Is the video of the little kid copying Bruce Lee's nunchuck scene real or fake, Danae? I'm saying real. <laughs> Have you seen that one, Aaron? We're not losing hope. We say real. Have you? Yeah. I think it's real. Yeah, I do too. Because there's these little kids. They can do like all kinds of stuff. They play the piano like crazy. There's a really popular one circulating right now of this gymnast child that's just flinging himself around this room doing backflips. Gymnast and... child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's like three. Wow. And he's doing like. Gymnast infant. Yeah, gymnast infant. And then there's like huge debates on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing considering their little bones aren't done growing. And Yeah, there's, 
it's interesting, right? Because there's also things that make the rounds about like the kids who know all the presidents or all the what was the the re- most recent one? The periodic table, the periodic table, the little girl, girl yeah. who, who knew like everything about the entire periodic table, and it's just like and can't yet speak very well, right? She she can barely talk, <laughs> and she knows all the elements. <laughs> and what is up with that? So you watch it, and what do the parents say? The parents say, "Oh, she just had an interest, and so we let her follow her interest." I don't know how that happens unless you push that interest. Like, maybe I just haven't had those kind of kids, but like, uh, there's just something, there's something I don't trust about how do you make that happen. And I, so I think there's, there can also be like the psychological end of, you know, babies learning to do things with excellence that can carry over in their life and just be like, you know, who what... am I if I'm not this? If I'm not the, if I'm not the periodic table girl, you know, who am I? Do you think that young children are actually asking themselves that no, question? No, I think ten-year-old children are, or fifteen-year-old. You know, like I, I think it's like because here's here's the only thing, and I'm not an expert on babies, but my house guest has one, so I'm becoming an expert. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, an expert. <laughs> babies need to be really great at like two things, three things: drinking milk, mm-hmm. sleeping, and pooping. That's it. They need to be. They need to be good at those three things. Proficient, at least. Yeah, like if they can't do that, there's problems. <laughs> but they don't need to think about anything else. That I I can't imagine. Like because I've been thinking about babies a lot uh-huh. recently. Because there's one so close to me right now. It's gonna be so weird to have everything be new for the first time. Like I wish I could remember infancy, mm-hmm. except for the teeth growing in part. I don't want to know about <laughs> that. I think that I think that probably hurt. Really For me, bad. it's probably the circumcision part I don't want to remember. But I'm just <laughs> saying, if we're Aaron. picking things, I'm just saying, <laughs> if we're picking uh, things not to remember, that's the one I'm going with. We want to say hello to Abigail and Adeline. Yeah, shout out to Abigail and Adeline. They're my nieces. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, love you guys. Miss you guys. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. All the holidays. I always forget to tell you. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Uh, I love this question. Who enjoys fashioning a shank out of candy canes? And Me. everybody's hand goes up. Me. Everybody does that, right? I think so. You know what I like to do? Here's what I like to do. I like to, you know, put the candy cane in my mouth and then turn it into the shank because it's like the natural shape, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before it gets too small, use it to mix my hot cocoa. Why do you need it to be a shank to mix your hot cocoa? Because a shank is a better... It's just, it just tastes better that way. <laughs> it sounded like you were trying to justify why you had to make it into a shank. You could stir. In fact, it probably stirs better as a whole candy cane. No, 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 no. no. In fact, if you turn it around, mm-hmm. the hook part is probably a great stir. Man, the worst part of candy canes is when you peel back and you get the all over, like sticky all over your finger. Mm-hmm. I hate that part. Like when you, when you start, start to eat a candy cane, not realizing there's plastic on it. That's that, the worst. That may have happened a couple times in my life. Yeah. Mentioned in the chat, use them to stab marshmallows. I have never done that. This has to be completed this year, though. Creative food use is a fun one, right? So let's launch here, random tandem style. I remember the first time somebody taught me I could use a Twizzler as a straw. And if you use like a cherry or strawberry or, you know, one of those kind of uh, Twizzlers for like Pepsi or Coke, it's like drinking cherry Coke. It's amazing. I remember that first time, so I was like, you're a genius. Like, there should be a Hall of Fame for people like you. <laughs> That's amazing. I've done that before, but I do not like Twizzlers. But as a straw, it makes sense because right? you don't have to eat it. Yeah. But this is tempting to eat. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have time in Willy Wonka land because if there's one thing that I wish I could taste, it's that buttercup teacup that he drink he eats when he's really? singing the song, they're I don't all, even know. They all like, okay, the doors open up, the children run into the land, and they're all like, you know, flipping over toadstools, and they're sticking their hands in like, you know, delicious marshmallow fluff, uh-huh. and, all, and flipping table, it's just so good. And he's just casually walking around saying, if you want to view paradise, <laughs> you know, he's doing this like, he's like casually just, do, 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 and he kind of sits down as he's surveying his land, mm-hmm. and he plucks this like teacup. Oh right! And he drinks from it, right? And then he eats it. That's right. I I feel like I know the flavor, uh-huh. but I want to try it for myself. You want that plant to be real? I do. And you want to grow a garden full of them, so that anytime you want 
butterscotch teacup. Butterscotch, that's the flavor. You know it's butterscotch. It's got to be butterscotch. He never mentions it, right? No. But it has to be. It has to be butterscotch. That's interesting that you think it's the same flavor. You you said it before oh. I said it. I oh. was just following your lead. Oh. I mean, I, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me redo that. Yeah, I thought well, that when right? I saw like it, I thought so it was so on the same page right cherry. now. That's two votes. Not cherry. <laughs> <laughs> lemon, I mean. Sorry, lemon. Um, I love all the comments. Yeah, good stuff. Well, let's take a break. Uh, we're about halfway through, so let's take a, a quick break and talk about kind of the plan these uh, this end of the year because we're really excited. You may have seen, you may know, this is the 99th episode of Shoe the Dough. Isn't of that the podcast. crazy? And now, we are, that's from when it's launched in 2012, and then we took a few years off mm-hmm. and came back when our fans were a fan funded podcast now. That's right. So we are excited uh, for our 100th episode. And what we're going to do, uh, because it's supposed to fall on Christmas uh, this week, what we're going to do. If you want to feel I know. Lemon flavored teacups. No, no. Um, scotch. It, what we're going to do is we're going to do a 100th episode spectacular, but we want your help. Uh, we're not going to do it live. Uh, we are going to have it kind of be a Christmas present that will you know, pop up for you in your uh, Shoe the Dough podcast feed. But we would love to know what some of your favorite moments from Shoe the Dough are. We're kind of kind of do a little bit of a best of thing, kind of a little reminiscing, all those kind of fun stuff. Not only about the past year, but about the podcast and the first 100 episodes, all that kind of fun stuff. If you have moments that you love from those first 100 episodes or from anything we've done, here's what we want you to do. Just let us know the easiest way for you. If you follow us in band, that's where we do a lot of our social interaction. In fact, that's where we tell people to find us for you know social media is to go to band app. Uh, you can leave it in the chat there and we'll for certainly see that. If you email is easiest for you, then send an email to Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-A-N-D-D-E-N-E-E at gmail.com. Um, or or you can call us 844-969. No. That's not it. That's the wrong number. That is hilarious. I was like, wait a second. That sounds like one of the radio stations that we work for. 844-DNA-SHOW is the phone number. So anytime you can call 844-DNA-SHOW and uh, you can leave a message there with your comments as well. It can be favorite part of the show, can just be thoughts, can be a Merry Christmas, can be anything you want to leave there uh, audio-wise. Because we want to we'll have you be part of the 100th episode. That's so right. if there is a moment in time that really stands out, just pick one. We know there's so many. <laughs> just pick one. One that you really had a great time on. Uh, the one that I've chosen, just so you guys know, uh, that I'm going to pick out is the moment that on our Sif Pop podcast for our pop culture, the moment that the helicopter became a thing. <laughs> and if you don't know about that, you'll find out on the next episode that we're going to be releasing yeah, we won't, on Friday. Yeah, we won't Friday. spoil it for you. Um, we'll let you experience that on <laughs> that the episode. That was good. Thanks. Appreciate that. That was good. Yeah. So, yes. So, let us know, and uh, and we'll have fun kind of reminiscing for our 100th episode. We'll get that out to you uh, sometime over this Christmas It'll weekend. sound something like this. Hello. Uh, this is Dorothy, and on episode 12, I really liked this part because it was funny. You don't even have to Bye. have the episode number, you know? <laughs> don't feel like you have to know exactly where we can find it. What if everyone called and said, hi, I'm Dorothy? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're really excited because we want to do something kind of special for this yeah. kind of episode. So if you would like to help us participate, please do so. You can always find out how to reach and contact us on our website if any of that information doesn't stick in your brain. That's AaronAndDenae.com. You can find our phone number and our email and all that stuff there. The other part of that is that this these first 100 episodes are launching us into not only a new year, but into a new era of podcasting from uh, what we do here at the studio. Shoe the Dough will now be its own podcast every Tuesday, uh, as it has been in the past. And then Sift Pop will no longer be a part of the Shoe the Dough podcast. It will be its own podcast. So our pop culture podcast goes to live on its own. It's like... We've been, you know, raising it like a young man or woman and has graduated and is ready to go find its own podcast. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. Something like that. We're going to kick it out of the nest, man. <laughs> That's right. So, so that way your Shoe the Dough podcast feed will just be Shoe the Dough. It'll just be Shoe the Dough, you know, in the Shoe the Dough segments you love, like Random Tandem, No Longer Safe. It's all still um, here. Shoe reviews. Those will still take place on Shoe the Dough. 
Sift Pop will be its own uh, podcast, and we're also launching New Music Digest in 2016 as because its own podcast. our fans funded yet another podcast to come out of the studio, so thank you guys again for doing that. If you would like to support us on Patreon, that's how this whole thing works, and thank you for all of those in the chat who are all part of that group. Thank you guys for um, giving your dollars every month yeah. to... Because it's free. Our podcast and our show is free to everybody, but it is funded by a few hardcore fans. Yeah, and there's some perks there as well. If you give $3 uh, a month or more, you can hear these the day that we record them. So you can always listen free to the live recording, but then you can hear the podcast a day early before it jumps in the feed. Uh, and there's other perks there as well. So yeah, hit up patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae and support starts at a dollar a month. That's it. That's all it takes to help. Bring new shows to the network. So we're looking at a lot of fun things in 2016, and we're glad to have you guys along. All right. Did you see anything else in the comments? Anything else anybody wants to talk about today? Uh, I mean, I always love talking to people in the co comments and sharing what everyone's saying. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Texan said that his favorite was when he joined us on Periscope while we were at Disney. Yeah. That was fun. Which I don't know how we would play that, but we can try. We can figure that out. For sure. It could be anything. Because that means, you love. he was with us when we did all of our rides. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was fun. Absolutely. So and we'll talk more about that uh, in the episode. So email it to us. Call us. Again, the number is 844-DNA-SHOW uh, if you want to call and do it that way. Any Christmas stories, Danae? Anything you want to you wanna hit Christmas-wise before we kind of go into the next thing? I'm dreaming of... Oh, that's a oh, good segue. Um, I want to do anything for Christmas. Do I want to say anything about Christmas? Uh, no. You want to wish a Merry Christmas? I do. Okay, wish a Merry Christmas. Hey guys, Merry Christmas, for real. That's good. That's good. I felt. I felt that it was very heartfelt. I feel Can like I try? If that was a if that was a card, like a Christmas card, <laughs> have like this elaborate, like weird, wacky front, uh -huh. and then it would just say for real in the middle. For real on the inside. <laughs> okay, you're gonna try. Merry it? Christmas for you're real. Okay, here we go. Okay, go ahead. Merry Christmas, guys. How was that? Awkward. Really? Yeah. All right, I'll try again. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> how how like a Merry Christmas? How was that? That was good because it was like a little more casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. sort of repeated yourself a little right, bit. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Good. Okay, good. Glad I nailed it. All right, so we are excited, <laughs> I think is the word, to bring to you a brand new segment just for Christmas that we've been talking about for years now. For four years for now. For four years now. From the very first moment we were together inside the radio studio, Aaron and I do this every single Christmas, mm -hmm. and we've joked about doing it for real on the podcast. And we're going to do it today. Before we get into it, shout out to Jason's newborn son, Jackson. Yay. Aw, welcome to the world, Jackson. Yeah, congratulations, too. Newborns, man. Whew. That's, Does a three-month-old count as a newborn? Um, I think that's right where it ends. I think three months is the max. Okay. I think once you hit three months, you're you're officially an infant. I thought that like infancy ends when you get teeth. Mm. You know, it could be because you're still an infant until you have teeth and you can defend yourself. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I got teeth and claws. Obviously, I have never. I am no longer an infant. <laughs> I've never gone to a parenting class. I what if you What if you don't have teeth? What I mean, what if you don't grow teeth ever? Are you just an infant for life? You can't defend yourself? What if I lost my teeth? Mm -hmm. Do I revert to infancy? Yes. The answer to that question is yes. I think absolutely. Uh, so here is what we are going to do that we have talked about for four years. We simply call it A Man and His Cat Sing Christmas Carols. Thunderous applause. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We are excited to do this. I imagine it's kind of like if we were to walk out on stage and it would be like somebody comes out on stage with like a, one of those dummies. Yes. Do you know what I yes. Mean? A ventriloquist. And nobody is excited about it except for the person that's about to perform. <laughs> Sometimes it's for you. Sometimes it's for us. Yeah. Okay. This, this is our is, show. This is just something we've... <laughs> we've messed around with before so having said that what we would like to do uh is take requests if you have any christmas songs you'd like to hear us 
sing. Uh, you request mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. we'll find music for it. And uh, <laughs> I love how in the chat, some H two just goes <laughs> thunderous applause. <laughs> That's right. That's Thank right. you. Uh, yeah. So we'll give you an example here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with this one. No, not this one. Sorry, not this one. That wow, was, that was a mistake. That sounded like the eighties. What are we gonna? What are we doing? All right, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. I'm this ready. This is a man and his cat. Sing Christmas songs. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten (laughs) And children listen To hear the sleigh bells in the snow take it ginger meow 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 mm-hmm. meow 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 mm. meow meow with every christmas card i And may all your Christmas Ginger, don't lick the microphone. Ginger, no. Ginger. 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 Stop. Ginger. All right. Okay, well. There you go. That's how that works. So, I feel like what happened there is we began to sing a little too early. However, great recovery by the cat. Yes, I think the cat recovered very, very well. All right, so now it's on to uh, to your uh, requests. Do you have any Christmas songs that you love that you would love to hear a man and his cat uh, do a version of? Boyce Hawkins' Fractured Christmas? We don't know that nope, one. Nope, sorry. We're not sure about that nope, one. No, that one doesn't work. It's got to be a classic. Yeah. got to be a classic. Something that we can perform. Because we are thinking, honestly, we're thinking about putting out an album. We really are. No joke. Mm-hmm. Our own... Little LP mm-hmm. of practice tunes. A man and his cat sing Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yes. All right. Rocking around the Christmas tree has been requested. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think I have that one. Oh. Yeah, I'll have to pick a different one. That was sad. Well, that we don't have the one that was requested. That was really sad. I can just start another one. You ready for another one? Ready. All right. Here we go. Let's try <laughs> this one. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Meow, meow, and the meow. snow is so delightful. Meow, Fire, meow, I mean, meow, incense, meow, we've no place meow, to go. Meow, let it snow, meow, let it snow, meow, let it snow. Meow. Take it, Ginger. Mm-hmm. And the lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. We finally kiss goodnight. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you'll really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. But my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, 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 let it snow. Wow. That was good. That was good. This is when the cat trots off in the corner, like the distance. Ginger, Ginger, come back. We're not done, Ginger. Ginger. Very nice. All right, somebody requested Santa Baby. Now, BDG mentioned that he thinks this is actually better than the Christmas wraps. <laughs> what? No, 
No, what? nothing's better than the Christmas wraps. How <laughs> Which, dare you? By the way, we had a couple more Christmas wraps. That is true. That we didn't get a chance to play on the show. That is true. Those happened. Uh, what was the one that, um, let's see, you did Pahrumpa Pum Pum, and I did Little, my yeah. very own version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, you did. It was crazy. All right, I don't know Santa Baby, but we're going to try this. Are you serious? Ginger's going to start this one. Okay. I think. There we go. I'll do the boom bombs. Boom 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 Santa baby, I want a yacht, and really, that's not a lot. I've been an angel all year, Santa baby. I don't know how this one goes. I don't either. Uh, but that's why it's great to do as a cat, you mm-hmm. see. Yeah, you don't have to you know don't the have words. To worry about that's it. amazing. Great job, Ginger. Hey. All right, who, who do we have next? What do, we, do we have anything else? Uh, I think we had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer earlier. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Certainly we know Rudolph, right? <laughs> I, sh- I should say that. Although, your rap for Rudolph. Was it good? Was amazing. Well, we, we actually should find that and play that before we're done with this show. Okay, I'll I'll try to find it real quick. All right, here we go. Okay, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a man and his cat singing Christmas songs. Rudolph. Ginger, come to the mic. Ginger, get to the microphone. You can't do it in the litter box, Ginger. You got there. You go. My turn. All of the other reindeer had a very shiny... No, you still call him names. Ginger. Rudolph. Playing any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved him. <laughs> Wait a second. Ginger, when did you learn to imitate a dog? <laughs> You'll go down in history. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever... Ginger. Ginger. Lick yourself later. All right. All right, Ginger. All right, we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> the BDG in the chat says, I'm starting to think this isn't a real cat. <laughs> well, I am glad to be performing to meet your standards. He's checking Snopes to find out right now. Oh, my goodness. Did you find the Chris- the final Christmas wrap? I'm looking for it. All right, why don't you keep looking for that? Uh, I will mention, um, what? What should I talk about while you're looking for that? Probably can talk about uh, the Podcast Network coming in 2016. Uh, We're excited because we are looking at the podcasts you know and love that kind of come from the studio, different things. Also looking for other podcasts to bring together for a 24-7 podcast network that is streaming all day long, every day. You can tune in right here on Mixler throughout the day, kind of chat with people who are there and listen to stuff. So here's what I would ask. If you have any podcasts that you love, that you think fit the uh, ginger. We're not doing songs right now. If you know of any podcasts that you love, that you would love to see on a a 24-7 streaming network, let us know. We want to assimilate them. Yeah, we want to put together a pretty pretty cool podcast network. So that's one of the plans for 2016 uh, that's going to be coalescing through the year, thanks to you and your support. I think I found it. All right. But I don't don't know for sure, so this is kind of... All right, we'll play. Let's see. You know... Dasher and Dither and Prither and Vixen and Common and Cupid and Donner and Blissin. But do you recall the most famous, wonderfulest, sloppiest, oldest, angriest, m- mustard-colored reindeer of them all? Mustard-colored. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what happened. Mustard-colored. Listen, here's what went down <laughs> behind the scenes. I was performing my rap. I had the lyrics in front of me. 
they went away, no longer able to be seen. And so I had to just wing it. Uh huh. So suddenly Rudolph became an angry, sloppy, old, old, mustard colored, mustard colored reindeer. We are another, another one of our projects. Uh, that you can help fund at Patreon. We are looking at putting out a children's Christmas book called Larry the Mustard Colored Reindeer. And uh, he you will know, be the Slopper. and Tater and Pritter and Vixen and Common and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famousest, wonderfulest, sloppiest, oldest, angriest, m- mustard colored reindeer of them all? I do. His I'm name was saying. Larry. I'm just saying, that actually would be a really fun like, right? kid story. Larry the Mustard Colored Reindeer. But he's angry and sloppy. He is. As and old, a reindeer. And old. But the, the moral of the story is how the other reindeers learn to respect him, even though he doesn't have something special about him like Rudolph. See, the I Rudolph think, thing. I think part of it is that they want to send him to a reindeer home. <laughs> you know? And they realize that instead of sending him away out to pasture... That they want to adopt him back in, uh-huh. and they want him to have his own thing to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because the reason he's mustard colored is because it's his fading coat. That's right. You know, I I agree. No, I love it. I I love it. He, Larry the mustard colored reindeer has value because he's a reindeer, not because he has a bright shiny nose or has something amazing that he can do. He's angry. He's sloppy. He's old. He's mustard colored, but he's a reindeer, and that gives him value. He doesn't have to be. I personally want to read about a grumpy old reindeer. Right. Uh, we should write this. We just need we just need a, uh, an illustrator. Do you do illustrations? Because we could have this knocked out like by this Christmas. We could have it available here today. All right. Now, <laughs> in the world we live in, technically, a circle with lines uh-huh. could be an illustration. That's true. In which case, I got this. However, I actually know somebody. We we may need to have help yeah. from someone. I know somebody I could contact. You know, someone says, but Larry is a cucumber. <laughs> That's true. We'll have to come up with a different name. And Megan said, but did he ever find his hairbrush? <laughs> okay, fine. We'll come up with a different name. I don't know. I think you old guys man, pick the name. I think old man Larry is kind of funny. I, that's what I thought. But Harold, we'll go with Harold. But Harold is my old man character. Oh, that's true. That's, that's why you true. thought of that. That is why I thought of that. That's my name. <laughs> oh, hey, Harold. You can't have my name. <laughs> How have things been? Wonderful. Yeah. What's going on in, at your uh, your ranch? Um. Well. Cookies. Yeah? Is Marla making cookies? Marla loves making cookies. Really? What kind of cookies is she making? Gingerbread cookies. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you like gingerbread cookies? No, I hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much. But I have to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to eat them if you hate them? They, they keep me going regular. Really? Mm-hmm. Gingerbread is regularity? Yeah. I thought it was like prunes or bran or that kind of stuff. But gingerbread does that too, huh? Not on my ranch. <laughs> Gumdrops and cookies all the way. Have to find a regulator cookie. I love that. Hey, Harold. It's good to have him back. Oh, Harold. I'm glad Marla's making cookies for him. That's good Marla news. loves Harold. Marla! Marla! <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we've just got a couple minutes left here. Uh, I want to do a quick one-word story to finish it out. That's how we usually finish out Random Tandems. We'll make it quick. We'll make it a quick story because we've only got a few minutes. So if you have any suggestions for topics, anything like that, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, we'll just go with Christmas as a general theme. All right? We'll look for topics as they pop up. How's that sound? Ready? Let's tell a Christmas story one word at a time. Once upon a midnight clear there was on a rooftop a angry deer mm-hmm. it's even rhyming <laughs> what is going on this is better this than is, it could ever be this is amazing <laughs> this angry reindeer decided right then that he would climb to outer space <laughs> again. Wow. Thank you. That was good. Thanks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very quickly, he realized oxygen was um, oxygen was good to <laughs> Survive the atmosphere at 
uh, the atmosphere at night. (laughs) (laughs) Skies. Wow. Well, there goes the rhyming, folks. (laughs) Skies is real eyes. Real eyes, skies. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. So he thought, well, I should probably breathe at some point. (laughs) (laughs) So he invented a oxygen mask for himself to that was one word divided into two himself. Where? Wow. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> um, this oxygen mask was perfectly beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what did it have? Sparkles? I don't know. He used glitter. He could have used glitter because there was glitter all over it. <laughs> Did you say it? I think we both no, did, but you, I think it was yours. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Yours. So you go. So now he could breathe. So he went into the space. <laughs> Sorry. And realized, oh, no, I also can't get traction <laughs> because I'm floating on nothing <laughs> but he thought well that's okay I kind of like it L- like <laughs> like space this time <laughs> wow <laughs> wow see you love the random tandem I do. one word story. I do though. I do love the one word stories. After days and nights of floating and climbing, he decided this isn't great. I miss the earth. So I have to figure a way to get back. So he invented, comma, using. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I just injected (laughs) for proper grammar. (laughs) Because that's one of the things I don't like about this. This is no proper grammar. Gravity. He invented gravity? He invented using gravity. Oh, okay. Um, he invented using gravity. A way to become heavier. <laughs> it didn't go well <laughs> because there weren't there weren't gravity (laughs) (laughs) and so that's how the reindeer (laughs) ended up floating in space forever (laughs) the end (laughs) that's really sad well, you know, they're not all happy stories. Apparently, we can't write that some, as a children's story. Some of them just aren't happy stories. I kept thinking all the he time. was going to try to do, like hang tinsel around the <laughs> earth, and you know, he was going to try to like make gingerbread cookies for everybody. No, nope. but I don't know how to. It's a it's a moral about you know when you get yourself too far out there, sometimes you can't come back. Whoa, that's yep. deep. Sometimes you go too far to even come back. Wow. Mm-hmm. These stories are going to be depressing. It's the it's the uh, it's like the anti-prodigal reindeer. <laughs> it's like you've gone too far.
There it's is too, no return. There is no return. If you've got no gravity, you've got problems. <laughs> yep, that's the story. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us for a random tandem. Uh, always lots of fun to hear your suggestions and make stuff up. Yeah, and please consider giving us a call and letting us know what one of your favorite moments in Shizudo history is. Yeah. If you don't want to call, that's fine. Send us an email, aaronanddanae at gmail.com, or you can contact us at our website, aaronanddanae.com. We would love to know... What you would like to hear on episode 100, which is going to be on Friday, straight to your iTunes feed. So be sure that you subscribe to Shoe the Dough at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please subscribe to Sift Pop. That's the other podcast we do on pop culture. And we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas from our little studio in the heart of the Ozarks in a bunker. Thank you guys for making this possible. All of our Patreon supporters. You guys mean the world to us, and we hope to continue to just knock this out of the park. We love hanging out with you guys. Thanks again. Have a Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, guys. And girls. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.